welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today we're doing a little bit of different. Um, I'm gonna start again. A little bit of different. Shut up, God! Nobody asked you, Maria. You screwed it up. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, welcome back to the podcast. <clears throat> I had to clear my throat. Is that so hilarious, Maria? It sounded funny. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today we are doing um, a little bit different than we were doing the last uh, couple times. I swear English is my first language. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to start by introducing. I'm William. I'm with me on my co-hosts. Maria. And Katie. Today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at two different pieces of media of the same story, which is Sandcastle, which is a comic from France, and the movie Old by M. Night Shyamalan, which is an, an adaption of the comic book, and is very M. Night Shyamalan. We looked up both of them. Um, the comic book is actually very short, and the uh, movie is only about like two hours, so it's actually a lot less than we normally spend on uh, a given book. But um, what were you guys' impressions starting out? And we'll start with you. Actually, no, you know what? We have to give a synopsis of it. So I'm going to try my hand at it this time if you guys are cool with that. Yeah. Both comic and movie are about a, a couple of families who go to a beach and on the beach they can't leave it and they start to age rapidly. I think they say a year for every half hour. Basically, they all have to deal with the existential horror of aging rapidly and like all their kids are suddenly pubescents within like an hour or two. And the, the comic is a little, um, I don't know if it's just European or horny, but like some weird stuff goes on with the kids as they get older. And like one of them keeps suggesting to have an orgy to some guy. And it's a little odd. Like I thought the movie was a little weird in this respect. And then I read the comic and I was like, okay, this is, this is European. Is it um, rude of, I was going to say, is it rude of me to just say that's just France? France. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say heard, it's France. I heard four ants and I was like, that's what I heard too. I don't know why ants. The whole story is really about like the existential horror of aging rapidly. The comic and the book kind of, are similar in trying to explore that, but the movie has a little bit more going on emotionally, or is at least trying to. I don't think it does successfully. But before we get into that, uh, what were your guys' main impressions, starting with Katie? I really liked the comic. I mean, it's not my like top five or anything like that, but I really enjoyed the comic, and I really enjoyed the context of the sandcastle metaphorically representing how that will endure but then at one point crumble just like all things happen with time and i really enjoyed the weird sex stuff in the comic i thought no i thought that was like yeah you did mm -hmm. well i think it was a caricature of human nature right it's because Any it's water in a desert <laughs> you <just> will um, <laughs> you're so distracting um, i thought it was i Figured it was so over the top because, well, one, also they were teenagers, so they were really just horny in they general. Really so that fucking horny. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, I felt like that was supposed to represent youth really intensely. And so that's why they over, like, blew it a little bit. But I also really liked the old man with Alzheimer's uh, better in the comic. And I loved the interaction between him and his wife where she was like, please, dear. I just need some tenderness, tenderness in my just... last... I know. And he couldn't give it to her. Yeah. And I I really loved the horror of that, not even being able to connect in your last hours. And I really love that the kid was just left on the beach by himself saying, Mama. I thought the comic was truly, like, horrifying. I was really confused when the one dude, like the cabana boy or whoever he is, I don't remember. The, the child. hotelier's son. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Anyway, when he was running towards them 
and he got shot. I was like, I feel like there could have been a little more context since he inserted or she, whoever wrote this, inserted it in particular there when it wasn't really needed. I don't know why that's there. It's because then it just makes me, I mean, I guess it's supposed to make you wonder what else is going on and everything. And I see that purpose, but I don't like it. It interrupts everything because then it just makes it a little less mysterious in general. I agree. That was uh, something I was going to bring up as well. So my overall thoughts before I jump on that nitpick bandwagon. I enjoyed the comics. I have a problem with that art style. I have a problem emotionally connecting with. Similarly, like the sand... Uh, man comics it also has kind of like i don't want to say like grungy but there's like this yeah there's a grunginess to it so like that it took me a second to kind of ignore similar with an audiobook with a narrator you don't like eventually you stop noticing the art style and you're just in the story but it took a little bit for me for that though i do acknowledge why for this story that art style is fantastic uh and lends itself to it i enjoyed obviously the Uh, comic way more than the movie i thought the comic had a really tight and just much more because the the movie tries to explain what's happening uh too much and and there's also this like whole like pharmaceutical bent to it Uh, and i thought that what the comic did really well was that it didn't go down that path and that's why i don't like the kid because it's almost like he's coming to warn them or he's coming to help them and then these people shooting and i much preferred when it was just people are watching us like there was just this creepy like observer in the background with binoculars just watching like a bunch of and so once they start like shooting at the boy i'm like now i feel like the military is involved and i'm less terrified and so for me that was that scene killed some of the magic suspense and just like the creepiness yeah i uh i thought the movie was hot garbage oh yeah um (laughs) controversial opinion here (laughs) It was a dumpster truck full of just feces on fire. I don't find many redeeming qualities in this movie either. I realized I didn't mention movie stuff before, and I just wanted to put that little bit in there. It's Mm -hmm. because, wow, M. Night Shyamalan. This is like... One of his worst movies? Who wrote the dialogue? What's amazing is that it's one of his worst movies, and the main concept isn't even hit. Like, all he had to do was make a competent... Adaptation. And he couldn't do it. He, like, he just made it worse at every step. Even, like, like, okay, so for example, in the comic, one of the first men there is um, a Middle Eastern man. And M. Night Shyamalan decided to take this character and reimagine him as a rapper named which is just a bizarre decision. I mean, it's great comedy, but not in this movie. Well, this is not a movie that really needs comedy. But it wasn't played for laughs. It could have been. And, you know, like, maybe making him a rapper or a musician, and then there's a point, because there's a point in the comic where they have, like, a last meal, and they eat, and they're like, let's just ignore what's happening, and they just try to have a nice time. And, like, maybe if he'd, like... If they had a similar scene like that in the movie and he was a rapper or a musician and then like that played into it and some mirth and merriment was had from like that. But otherwise it's just yeah, some emotional sense. Yeah. If they had first of all, that last supper was a great idea and they should have had like more nighttime scene. So he should have just like nobody should have known who he was. He would just be in like his normal name. I, I don't remember what it was. And then when they were sitting around like a campfire or something, be like, so what's your rapper? name when they uh like one of the kids or something <laughs> and then he could have been like midsize sedan yeah. And that would have been great. That would have been yeah, great. That been funny. But to play it like he was a famous. <laughs> I mean, I think part of the problem is that 
M. Night Shyamalan wanted, like, it's a short comic. That's one of the things, I should say that the way I encountered it was that a YouTuber that I video edit for did a review on it. So I watched it and cut up the clips for her as she was reviewing it. And then I read about the comic and then I read the comic. So I kind of went backwards with it. And one of the things I was surprised with when I read the comic was how short it is. Like, it's it's very short. Um, and I actually think that kind of takes away a little bit from the existential horror of it is that a lot of it is just running through the first level like okay we're getting older this is what this means let's try this let's try that and there isn't a lot of like just sitting and and dealing with how depressing it is to get older Shyamalan tried to expand that and I think that kind of makes sense in that you have to for a movie but he did it in really dumb ways so like the interpersonal drama between the parents about one of them cheating on one not it's not effective but I get it but he also does things like okay so not only are they healing faster, or not only are they aging faster, but now they're healing faster as well. But the problem is that the more you examine this idea, the more plot holes you get. Of course, because there's science inserted into it, and you can't do that with an existential like question. Exactly. Like in the comic, for example, they try to phone out, and at first they're able to, and then later they're not able to, and they get a number saying that that number, like there's all kinds of weird, not explained things going on beyond just the aging. In the movie, he wants to ground it and make it like have this whole plot line about like the biologists trying to figure out what disease, what medications work over long period of time and a short period of time and I, I don't think that works I think once you start doing that you start getting into weird questions of like so like in the movie for example the kids have to eat a lot because they're growing right but that doesn't make any sense because that's like tons and literal tons of food you would have to be consuming over a day-long period to make up for a year's growth like years and years of growth and so like it's like this weird like fig leaf of plausibility that actually just makes you question what's under the fig leaf even more even more exactly so one nice thing is in the comic the corpses don't decompose quickly like there's literally a comment where somebody's like why isn't it and so just make whatever's happening just there's this mysticism there's this unexplained so i can buy into it really easily and you're right all of the attempts to kind of ground it just really don't work yeah they make it worse yeah well also the whole concept of horror is the short story so that's why I think it's a short comic. It's because the only way to truly engage with horror is the unknown. So not knowing provides a far more horror-like, exactly. like, in philosophy. Yeah. And I agree, personally, in most cases. I feel like movies drag it out too long. It's because then you lose those specific scenes. So movies that draw out their plot often, like, and then they have those scenes, like, It Follows and stuff like that. That works. It's because you have long, like, periods where you don't have to engage with the, quote, monster. Uh, I thought... I don't know. It was so awful. That like <laughs> the dialogue. Oh my god. But that's the worst part. The dialogue in the comic was so key to the, like the whole thing cuz it was about relationships and they just like totally screwed it up. I wish I would have written down while we were watching it some of Quotes. the shitty dialogue. <laughs> like- I remember some of it cuz it's so bad. What's weird too is the way they delivered is so flat. They must have been asked to do that because how could they all do that so poorly? And a lot of those actors were like good at them. The woman who plays those the mom. Those are all legit actors. Yeah, the woman who plays the mom, I've seen her in things before and she's competent and her line delivery in this movie was just painful i've literally seen all those actors in other places doing better work like it's literally like i'm not Shyamalan was like okay guys deliver the line as flat as you can and as like milltoast as possible with no inflection whatsoever to right. indicate any sort of feeling we must tell you the feelings through the body whore that's not real body whore it's amazing how 
poor of a filmmaker he's gotten to be. And it's just odd. And also part of it is that the, in the visual format, certain things from the comics don't work as well. Like the aging just does not, you don't really feel it viscerally that these people are getting older because it's like, okay, they got a few more wrinkles and then the kids keep just jumping in age completely and different actors. Well, in the comic, since it's so cartoony in a certain way, he can over-exaggerate the features. So I could see the benefit of that over the movie. I think something, honestly, like a, an animated film, this would have actually worked better for. Oh yeah, totally. Because you could have had that continuity. really slow, gradual. Now, one thing I will say that the movie did was the actors they got for the two main kids to grow up into. Holy crap, did they? Did I believe they were older versions of those younger kids? Acting's still not great, but <laughs> visually. <laughs> What's bizarre too is those are good actors like those are actors that have been in other horror movies that are good i forget what yeah, they are what's his face? Hereditary, yeah the, in... the guy that was in hereditary yeah and the girl is in something else and like i really loved the comic where they were just like drop trow on the young boy to see if he was going through puberty puberty puberty, puberty. and all of them are just looking at this kid's dick <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does bring up a weird question of how fast does their hair grow? Why don't all of them have super long hair within an hour that's or two? or nails. But, okay, so the thing is, that's a little bit of a problem in the comic. It's a big problem in the movie. Because, like, for example, at one point, a woman has a tumor growing in her and they need to cut it out. But to cut it, her skin keeps closing in on itself and healing within, like, a second or two. So they And the tumor is growing very quickly. So they actually have to pull apart her bo- her skin and keep it apart while they pull it out, right? Which, of course, is supposed to work, but that really, there's a lot of things you could question about that. Yeah, well, exactly. It's like, okay, I understand you wanted to do a little bit more body horror, but then things start not making sense. Like, are they only getting 10 hours worth of sun over 40 years? You know what I mean? Like, why don't they have vitamin oh, oh, my C God, that's intense. I don't, bl- oh, God, nobody's going to think about that. Well, no, but also heat-wise, why aren't they really cold if they're only getting 10 hours worth of heat, sun, sunlight heat on their bodies over a 40-year period? The point is that these are questions that you what shouldn't have to ask because you should just be like, it's magic. That's the point. It's unexplainable. It's horrible. And I think the comic does that better by making it less explained. A couple things. No, finish what you're saying, Will. Sorry finish no that's okay i don't remember what it is it was great it was like a hot lasagna and you were like here let me put ice in the middle of your hot lasagna what a weird analogy that really was here's the thing i'm a poet at heart and a lot of poets are misunderstood my poet name is mid-size sedan (laughs) (laughs) there's one thing i think where the movie did better than the comic and it is the girl coming out pregnant was way more of a shocking weird surprise in the movie than in the comic like in the comic you expect it because they literally were like we did it and she like she touches and then there's like a little tent Mm -hmm. in the towel and so like you you know immediately your first thought is oh she's gonna get pregnant and in the movie all of a sudden there's just this pregnant and and like that had a that for me was the most horrifying part of the movie that just like moment I think it's also a difference in medium for some reason i think in film that plays as more horrific than it does in a comic just seeing like a very realistic belly out of nowhere whereas i, I don't know why most of it works better in the comic but in a visual medium i think that worked better. yeah i did not have that same experience but did you know I, she was gonna be pregnant absolutely but that didn't matter to me it was the slow dread of what this could mean and I really enjoyed the pre the preamble to it, how like she's bleeding so you could interpret it as period or you could interpret it as something else entirely. And how I just really liked the freeze frame 
of in the comic when they're running towards them sort sort of like childlike like hand in hand and they were like like almost prancing yeah um and she just has this slight little itty bitty belly and there's some and then how the comic panel cuts to her mother or somebody's face Mm -hmm. with their eyes like super like shocked into it Mm -hmm. that worked far better for me it's because i don't know the the visuals in the movie did not click with me whatsoever i agree on the whole i think i think on the whole yes but for that particular scene, I don't know, there was just something, in, and again, subjective, how you react to those certain things, but there was something about that scene and not having, because, like, they just go off, and then the kids, and because, like, on in the movie, they do prance up to them, they're like, hey, guys, super happy. I know, she's I like, like they, they she's like, that. I got fat, and then you're like, oh, no, honey, <laughs> no, that for me worked, and then, like I said at the beginning, potentially, I like the baby ending both ways. I, I think the idea that the baby just dies out of neglect is horrifying but also like funny funny and i I just like but there's something like hysterically horrifying about it that that resonated with me and also like how would that baby like the aging of the baby would have been the weirdest thing and i like the way the comic did because the comic ending shot is absolutely like ghostly and sad and like this she can barely speak because she hasn't had enough time to speak with other people. So she doesn't have enough. So all of that is horrifying. So I wouldn't say one is better than the other, but I like yeah, exactly. I agree. options. I think what it is is that he wanted it to have a happy ending and you can't have a happy ending if there's a ch- a, a baby man, the child thing mm-hmm. at the end of the movie that they have to t- tack on to the rescue yeah like like that is really weirdly horrific and again it just it it was comical but like also horrifying and like that moment of the little girl being like ah like it was just the scene i I like both options as far as an emotional impact of an ending oh the comic gets it every day of the week i hated the rescue i thought a much better ending for the movie because the movie had three endings and it's like he filmed them and he was like i'm gonna use one oh you mean the return of the king style (laughs) He literally, like, it was so, because there's this cut, and, like, suddenly you're in the, like, lab, and they're talking about stuff, and then the kids, as adults, appear in this place, and they're like, this is terrible, they're gonna age you, they're doing weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we go back to them escaping, and then them looking at the the cove, uh, like, with terror. Oh, okay. One thing I have heard that I thought was interesting was somebody saying that, really, the person to make this movie a guy called ari aster he did oh yeah summer and hereditary yes absolutely Uh, oh my god could you have imagined soul shattering soul shattering because that is exactly the kind of horrible existential aging horror to be redundant that i think this concept really deserves to explore and he would have done it so brutal i mean because if you look at hereditary like all both of those movies hereditary and midsummer are like anchored in just specific anxieties and feelings that we experience as humans hereditary is like family awkwardness anxiety like and her like position in her family it's just like family stress Mm -hmm. and that's the movie hereditary's core and then midsummer is grief and self-love self-love but also toxic relationships um and and girl bossness 
Because she kills him? I'm just, I'm fully there for that whole movie. As soon as, like, after the opening scene, I was like, I know. this dick needs to die in a pain. Oh my face. God, right? Aren't, <laughs> I could not wait for him to like, suffer. Oh, I am so on her side for when she kills him brutally. I and mean, then it wasn't even that brutal. But no. I was, no, I was on her. Like, it's so funny. So many people watch that movie and were like, no, we're with the Swedes on this. <laughs> I think, honestly, old is actually a better setup for the kinds of stories that Ari Esther wants to tell than either Heredity or Midsommar are actually. Because the horror added is not a cult. It's not demonic. It's just age. And and the way he would have done the ending, because I think he would have done an ending that was closer to the comics ending, I think would have Mm -hmm. been absolutely beautiful. And and the music. He gets the music in this film. Fantastic. And the music in this, I don't remember it. Completely and utterly fucking forgettable was the music mm-hmm. in this film like i got i've got nothing and also fuck the lady with the calcium deficiency why did she twist into a corkscrew okay so what's happening is that she's damaging herself but because she's breaking bones but because she heals so fast her bones are healing in the wrong position but how could she break her bones so horribly just by touching she hasn't had enough calcium over- 40 years so she's she's got such a bad deficiency her bones are incredibly brittle i'm torn because on the one hand it's really gross and cool and body horror but on the other hand it does not it runs into that problem of like wait if she hasn't got enough calcium over 40 years she hasn't got enough food so why aren't they all eating constantly why aren't they all emaciated you didn't right yeah it's that logic vortex of like this doesn't make sense the more you think you know what also you know it doesn't make sense in although i should say the mysticism of the comics stands out separately is that that one scene where the old man calls like you were saying before calls his like police friend and he like talks to him and then oh wait no not just that no no no, it's not that it's that he was like yeah this cop friend and me we met in this beat on this beach like when we were children so how did the beach change from just being people, a normal yeah, beach? Yeah, a couple of people mm-hmm. in the comic mentioned that they've been to this beach before. Yeah, so how did it change? Right, which plays into that whole, like, it doesn't super make sense. And also, why are people observing them if this beach has been normal before? You know, so, like, that part, I will say, with the comics is a little odd. Uh, and again, having the shooting scene, because it, it, it apl- implies that there is an institution of people monitoring watching and containing the situation and that there is this hotel that people are coming from and that most of these people have come from because they all pretty much recognize the hotelier's son and so that for me i would have preferred if it was just a random beach family nobody was on vacation but it was just like a beach on an island like that people can just go to sometimes and and so like that kind of stuff i think would have helped there are strands that could have been tidied up from comic a little to movie. bit yeah i think the thing with the comic is it has that there's almost a, a creative energy that's messy but you can't get the verb from it without it being messy mm-hmm. and that's what i think the comic does really well it's it's it has that that energy of this just idea that you're hearing about and you're like oh my god that's such a weird idea but yeah when you're going and making it into a full-length movie you tidy some stuff up not make all those issues worse and introduce new ones like Shyamalan does because yeah his fall he's a, a Shyamalama ding dong as a movie it was it lacked punch the bad dialogue would any little baby amount of tension he might have lucked into developing his shitty dialogue would just destroy. Yeah, overall, I think we can agree that the movie is not very good. The comic is pretty good. Again, I would have liked the comic to be a little bit... Longer. Yeah, just a little bit, a few more scenes of just really letting the horror, the human horror of growing old and dying within a day to, like, sink in. 
But I think it's almost more of a concept piece in a lot of ways than it is a, you know. And also, comics have formatting restrictions that, like, a movie doesn't at two hours where you need to be filling those things. Oh, wait. Also, how does the coral work? I mean, look, I know there was a lot of coral, but they they literally said before a big metal dome. Like a metal can yeah yeah I, so that's not the same thing coral is living organism versus like hard service that can't be permeated so how does that work and also like how, how stupid my my dad or whatever doesn't like the coral my uncle like, doesn't that was like so the coral odd. it was so lame it was so lame it was so lame. it's He's not really smart enough to come up with new elements that make sense. So every element he adds is like, okay, that's a little odd. That's not how that works. <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's a really interesting idea when they first heard that M. Night Shyamalan had come up with it. And it's like, okay, that is, but it's not even his idea. You realize, you realize it's just an adaption. Mm-hmm. And you're like, really, dude? Such a bad movie. But I think it's fun to do these kind of things, looking at um, a book and then its adaption. I think you can uh, like see cool things. So we should probably try doing a few more of those, I think, in the future. We're going to be doing Dune in a little bit. Just talking to the audience. Oh, yeah, the audience. All one of them, maybe. Three, first of all, because this will be our fourth episode. So if we pick up one at a time, we'll have four. Ooh. Let's go ahead and log off for this episode. Uh, thanks, everyone, Beautiful. for listening. Beautiful. Follow us on all of the podcast apps, which we're definitely on. And if you want to see... Sorry. That? yeah, I, I, <laughs> I wanted to see how long I had left in Dune, and it accidentally started playing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. We'll talk to you guys all later. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.